10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Craft beer nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. I'm your host, Pup Dog. I am back, by the way. You sons of bitches, you sons of bitches. You guys had fun last time because I was not on the podcast. We thought we had to actually bring some talent in. <laughs> this is this is true. Man, to you be honest. Hit the button. If I was over there, I would hit the button. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the cheers button when I'm introducing myself? Uh, I won't do that. I'm not that conceited, Kelsey. But I think you did that when you um, introduced your own self, right? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll talk about that later after I introduce you guys around the table. <laughs> I don't even know if my buttons were. I haven't did this in a long time. It's been about three weeks since we launched a, a, a podcast episode. So we're doing it again. Here we are. We're in our home. This is where we're at. And we have some beers. We're going to try some beers. We're going to talk about some topics, and we're going to have fun like we always do on the Out Here Having a Pint podcast. But to my right, we have Kelly. Kelly's in the house. Yay! Woohoo! How's it going, Kelly? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah. And then, um, so what you were on the episode last time as well, right? We call it episode of Traders. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> I think it was just Brandon and the girls. With without me, I had to work, and you guys. So just, why are we traitors? I, I, I don't know. I didn't I mean, say it. No, wait. Brandon said it, and you were there. So why are mm. we episode traitors? of traitors? Because we boot, we booted the man, the lead man off. Mm. Man, the lead man could have showed up. Uh, that's true. He, I had he, to felt, make, he felt that his job was more important. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much. That's how it, it works in life. <laughs> 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 and to Kelly's, he's still gainfully employed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, to Kelly's right, we have Kelsey. Kelsey's in the house. What up? Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. So the episode was called, Oh My God, More Kelsey. And you know what? I heard a lot of positive things about that episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah, folks. And you're surprised? <laughs> Rule of holes. I Stop am, digging. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll get in that a little bit later. Uh, you keep saying that, and I feel like we're just not going to get into that later. Probably yeah. not. You know, wait, wait, we'll just I move wanna, on from I want to hear the positive things. Damn, I, feel, I almost feel threatened. I uh, and, and felt like my job is in jeopardy right now of being a host. Actually... I could probably have Kelsey host more, and I can just, you know, be in the background just trying beers and... Jacking off and chugging beers. Yeah, waiting for Kelsey to come up with the, with the thing, all the things. We can do a vote. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like mutiny? Like we're on a pirate ship and it's mutiny? It's like you're the new captain of the boat? Yeah. I'm all right with Take that. plank, buddy. You're out. Yeah. It's, it's a good ship groover. Mm, oh, my God. All right. Uh, to Kelsey's uh, right, we have Bree. Bree is in the house. <laughs> Here. Yeah, there we go. Way that was better. Over there. Yep, and there. Yeah. So, Bree, how you been? Good. 
you know, we're did, good. You, did you enjoy stuff. last episode? Did you guys even miss me at all? Nobody said they even missed me. I listened to that episode, by the way. And <laughs> Is that no, a new thing for you that you listen to the episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not a new thing. I mean, I always listen to it. But I even like message you guys on Messenger. I'm like, you said this bitch, you must be missing me. Uh, but it turned out to be a great episode. Actually, it was a great episode. I didn't want to tell Kelsey that because I didn't want to give her a big head. But it was a good episode. I mean, you, you, Kelsey, you drove it. You drove it well. And I think, yeah, you could definitely take the host you from time to time. doubted her. No, you know what? No, she doubted herself because she was like texting me. I had to show her the soundboard and stuff like that before I went to work. Uh, I knew she could do it. I mean, this soundboard is so easy. I, I, we're on the road uh, soundboard. So, I mean, this and this soundboard is just badass so and i think that we did say that we missed you kevin I i'm pretty sure at the start of the i think yeah i was gonna say i think yeah. we started just it. once i think we did, uh, say it. we did say it i mean we didn't cry about it for a long time or anything like because that. who wants but to water down your beer we did at least mention it no but there were la- giggles and laughs after that you guys said you missed me so it wasn't really sincere so have you we met happy yeah okay all right that's we were, true. we were drinking and giggly that is true yeah okay yeah all right I don't believe you guys anyway, but I'm just going to say okay. All right, across from Bree, we have, we actually have a special guest in the house, by the way. So, um, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Bree's father, John's in the house. What up? Evening, everybody. Yeah. So yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Christ on a crack. Oh man, ready. this is going to go downhill fast, guys. <laughs> That's my job. Take the wheels off of it. All the way from <laughs> Michigan. All the way from Michigan. Um, I think he you know, he, he was on the podcast last time when we went to Michigan. We were in Bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we were at Bells Beer Garden. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun time. That was a bit of a sideways podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. Yeah. It was only did like about 30-some it... minutes long, I think. Yeah, yeah, and only... it needed to be only about 30-some minutes at that point, too. We've already visited... A lot of breweries, not a lot of breweries, but like about three, three enough. breweries. Yeah, enough. Yeah. And then by the time we set up, we were, yeah, let's just, we're balls We were out. ringing the bells. Oh, ooh, that's nice. Ringing the bells. Maybe I should have called that episode ringing the bells. Yeah. All right. Wait, Kevin. Yeah, I know. I'm not that creative. All right. To John's uh, right, uh, we have, of course, Brendan in the house. Brendan, how's it going? It's going awesome. How are you doing? All right. <laughs> He's like, really, I'm enthusiastic about this. How are you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. No, nah, but hey, the, don't lie, dude. You, you, you got you got a pub, or private life updates. You got to get I me. Mean, you cannot complain with what you're doing now for a living. So, oh, that is true. You know, um, since for, the last episode, there is some fun updates on that. So we can't oh, even say anything. Oh, yeah, we'll give updates. Um, yeah, so I... I and Kelsey and I have left Brewdog, so um, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, we we moved on from Brewdog. Holy shit! I know, shit, I know. Shit, uh, shit. Yeah, so we uh, took a job that's closer and, and with a buddy of ours, so it was a good move. I mean, we, we still love Brewdog, so yeah, it's great. Cedar Creek. So let's talk about Cedar Creek. So we're gonna get into it right now because Brandon, you're still working at Cedar Creek. How's the yes. soft serve doing? Because you had you had the first soft serve machine in the state. Yep. Two toms now. Has, has a soft serve. Yep. Yes, they do. So how's so your that's soft awesome. serve? That's awesome. Um, it's going really, really well. The biggest thing is kind of just trying to figure out how frequently do we rotate flavors. Um, what are people looking for? Great example was we kept with raspberry for three weeks, which is very long in comparison to other flavors, but people just kept asking for it. And then last weekend we decided to change to we used our vanilla bean milk stout, loaded it up with some hazelnut and extra chocolate because we had a cigar festival. So it was kind of like a neat pairing. 
which I'm pretty sure the best flavor I can come up with to try and compare it to is a Wendy's Frosty, except with 5% plus alcohol in it. So nice. it's really heartbreaking. Now that uh, raspberry also is on draft. So uh, no, the raspberry was not. So the raspberry what? was a custom concoction. So, so hold on, what was the fruit fruited sour that you had last week? So no, that was not a fruited sour. That was a fruited seltzer. So what we did is we really? took our seltzer. Yep, we took our seltzer base and I loaded it up with fruit puree and just let it rip. So we've done in the past. We've taken our backwood Berliner raspberry, which is our raspberry Berliner vice, and we've put it through there. But this time we decided to go instead and do. Just taste, take a very, very basic seltzer base and load it up with raspberries and fire it through the machine. And it came out great. We're going to probably be doing a few new flavors that way. And I'm actually getting ready to run an even more potent base because the base right now for the seltzers is like 5%. So we're getting ready to run an 11% alcohol base because we're going to really test this and see how this does. when we For start. a seltzer? Oh, 11%? Yeah, yeah wow. but strictly for the soft serve. So it'll be 11% oh. alcohol soft serve. I'll tell you what, though. The... That little seltzer raspberry one was yeah, great. Yeah, it's really tasty and refreshing. And, it, and that one will come back at some point. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna boost the ABV on the sucker for a round or two and see what we can do. So that's weird because when I think of a seltzer, I think of a, like a light ABV beer. So what makes a seltzer a seltzer, especially when you're like up in those numbers with ABV? I mean, it really has nothing to do with the ABV. Mo okay. Mostly what it has to do is, is that it's what the – product is um usually your most of your com your commercially produced seltzers to be very forward are usually deoxygenated water and a grain neutral spirit that's carbonated so they if they're making it and they have the licensing to make it that way we don't unfortunately we actually have to go and ferment our product out so we have to use appropriate amounts of grains and things like that and literally add a hop pellet to keep it legal mm -hmm. and then we go ahead and ferment it out just like we would with a beer and that is seltzer but it's not so much grain forward yeah but uh some breweries have trouble uh brewing the seltzer what's what's the difficulty in that i don't know what they're running into um but there's a lot of tricks that we've learned already uh, a lot has to do with the yeast the amount of time you're willing to waste on it i mean some people because a lot of people are just thinking oh i can turn this stuff out really fast if you know what you're doing completely, you can get a pretty quick turn on it, but there's still a lot of risk in that if you try and turn it too fast, it starts getting really, really alcoholy. Like you get a lot of really nasty off flavors. So, so if a customer comes in to Cedar Creek and talk to you and say, what is a seltzer? What makes a seltzer? What's the style? What do you tell them? Water with alcohol and carbonation. I mean, to be very... So it's highly carbonated. It's very highly carbonated. You know, obviously we're going to flavor them just because that's what everybody's looking for. But it's just the, the whole goal of a seltzer is that really it's flavored alcohol water to just be very forward on it. They're, they tend to be lower calories. Um, they tend to be less filling than a beer, which is kind of a nice thing. And it's when it's, you know, 94 degrees out and 90% sweet mother of God, let me die humidity. But that's truly that's the huge differences. I mean, it, it's mostly the commercially produced seltzers are very different in their aspects because they're usually not made out of grain base. They're made out of, like I said, neutral, you know, pretty much vodka mixed with water or grain alcohol mixed with water and then they carbonate it. So, so higher ABV, does that necessarily mean higher calorie or is it still? Oh yeah. I mean, you can't raise the, you can't raise the ABV right. without having more calorie resultant, but at the same time with the quantities you'd be eating in the soft serve, it's not going to matter a whole lot. So gotcha.
Guys, have it you... It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it's tasty it's anyhow. It's freaking soft it serve. Is. That's right. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're Who's eating soft serve... Who's calories yeah, at that Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're just like, yeah. hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get smacked. I mean, what, what's happening? I'm going to try and get drunk off a of soft serve. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I can't. That's right. That's right. Because you, guys, you can. Is everybody like seltzers? Do you get Kelsey, Bree, you guys like the seltzers? <laughs> you have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, when, it, when John, you like seltzers? Have you ever... I'm not a super big fan yeah. of them, but I am kind of migrating that way. Um, right away from heavy, you know, big, big beers, lots of ingredients, take a long time to brew. Just give me something crisp and clean. Crispy and boys. Yeah. And cold. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And windmill, just to throw in my two cents there, mm. windmill did a Luther pause. It was yes. a Oh Luther. A thick seltzer. It wasn't but it was actually really, that, really good. That's the next really new good. style. So thick seltzer, aka heavily, heavily fruited seltzer, which you're seeing now with uh probably the first one that came out in the United States. Well, one of the first was Smooge, which was out of homes up in Michigan on the east side of Michigan. So Smooge was one of them. Um, now they have, oh gosh, imprint makes one. Yeah. Imprint um, the, <laughs> those things are uh, thick too. Yeah, no. And that's yeah. what I mean. It's heavily fruited seltzer. These are for people who, Hey, I like some fruit puree with alcohol. Um, nothing wrong with that. It's just don't, don't lie to yourself that this is anything other than health, that this is healthy remotely for you. It is, you are literally sucking down fruit puree. I mean, it's, it well, tastes the, great. It's an alcoholic sugar bomb. The windmill, bomb. That's what one, it is. Though, mm. the windmill one was not as thick as mm. the imprint and that smoogey thing yeah, that the, you're talking yeah, about. The smooge, it was actually a nice Nice mix, and I was super impressed with it. The flavor was good at the beer fest at Anderson on Tap. I mean, it was the the primary thing people were coming up yep. and asking for. And, and that's the thing, though, is that and the sad part because it goes back to the fruit bombs, like the all the heavy fruit slushy beers and things like that. Because now you can do it with seltzer, and people are doing it. You know, you got Energy City and Microphone does one, and all those guys out in the Chi Town breweries, they're all running them now just because, hey, why not? If people are interested in it, it tastes like candy. It gets you, you know, has a good buzz going on it. Only disadvantage is, man, fruit puree still has not gone out in cost, so it's still not a cheap pour. So, and it comes out so thick now. Just make sure you guys roll your cans, and really, you can't really drink a whole can of it. It's more of a shareable type of uh, thing, especially when when Imprint was doing it with their seltzers because oh it comes God. out so thick and so sweet. I mean, I like it, but. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Come on now. It's so sugary. Diabetes. Yeah. Give me some diabetes. Here for the real. The betas. All right. All right. Um, moving on. Okay. So, Kelly, yes. Brandon, before the we hit record, we said you guys are going to be in charge of like some of our beers. So, let's let's go down. What are we going to try first? You what go, do you guys you think? Got, you got plenty to go into. We just I've got just a coup de gras. We'll pick a bottle at the end and mm-hmm. crack well, into Well, I have two, four, what? Two, four, six, eight yep. different street side breweries that I have been holding on to hopefully do a podcast with. All so. right. So we're going to try some street side, which, by the way, the, this can art is <laughs> Intellectual totally property theft, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you got some uh, artwork look like Pac-Man. I see... Goonie, no, that is actually uh, Toxic. Is that to- yep, toxic, uh, toxic Avenger? Avenger. Uh-huh. I see some Smurfs. I see some Dumbo. Oh, it's Dumbo. Yep, right? I see Dumbo. Luchador. Oh, yep. Man, and I don't know about this one, but this one's pretty hella cool. She's got, got like a knife. A- There's some skulls and some shit going on. That's some cool stuff right there. Is that a Disney Mouse there? Not the not Mickey Mouse, but like Cinderella Mouse. Uh, yeah, one of the Cinderella mice. Is it on this one here with a Dumbo? Yeah. Rob, oh, wow. it, is, it, is. it is the Cinderella <clears throat> mouse, too. Hey, yeah. you paid attention to those 
my yeah. Disney princess movies. Aww. I nice. paid attention to everything. I am so surprised. <laughs> I'm so surprised these breweries get away with this. So uh, rule the, the one, art. they don't. Yeah. Most of them, at, it really becomes a game of collect, cease, and desist. Yep. I mean, it, it's just, you just know you're going to get smacked with one, and you're just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, that was a limited release. We'll never do it again. Yeah, <clears throat> true that, true that. But you know what? The thing is, though, with the community, uh, with the... Uh, brewery community they look at this can art and they're like oh i need to get it but they don't even know what it tastes like inside they're just like uh, they buy it out of faith i guess that's i mean they're just buying it just to they buy it out of hype yeah about a hype and take a picture of it i'm not gonna lie i'm a sucker for it too so that's why i'm like excited let's try let's they, try they, these they Let, call kevin the candelorian you know that's right <laughs> all right kelly all right so what should we start with are we going to start with stouts or are we going to start with some sours Let's probably let's start, start sours. Yeah, let's do sours. some sours. All right. All right. So my personal favorite of this particular group is the Pucket. Mmm. Yeah. It is a pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple Berliner. Berliner. Yeah, Berliner was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Berliner. Right. Yep. I freaking hate that. Can you edit that shit? No, it's no. A, it's right. straight Crap. out. Crap. All right. That's so all right. I don't say things right as we have probably. Have you listened to this out. podcast? Yeah. I right don't say on, things right. So it's a pineapple upside down cake. This this thing fucking rocks. It seriously does. So all right. So um, you roll it. Oh no. Yep. Yeah. Better roll it. Yeah. Got to roll your can because. Oh no. Um, it's all right. I didn't leak too much. Brandon, explain the uh, rolling process because I do sorry, this sorry. a lot at um, the Cinco down in Bloomington, and a lot of people are like, "Why are you rolling your can?" So I have to explain it to them all the time. So most of these really, really, really heavy fruity beers now are made with puree that's added after fermentation. And what happens is, is puree is pretty damn heavy. So what happens? It sinks to the bottom of the can. So what you want to do is you want to gently roll the can to ensure that the whole puree gets balanced throughout the beer. Because otherwise, you end up with sludge. And I am talking some of the thickest, most ridiculous sludge at the bottom of a can that you could ever get. Short of buying, you know, a Oslin Stout, which anyone who knows what that is, and I always mispronounce it, but... You know, if you've never gotten an Aslan slug blessing, then you can understand, appreciate what a nasty thing that can be. But they're tasty and, you know, raising I didn't recall this one being especially thick, so it's not why I Mm. thought of Mm. needing to roll it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the can art, uh, it's got uh, Pac-Man in the background. It's the Pac-Man arcade game in the background. It also, But it has, like, Pac-Man... It kind of looks like Pac-Man, but he's not Pac-Man. He's basically... A pineapple upside down? Yeah, he's a pineapple upside down cake holding a beer. You know, looks like he's, you know, jacked up on Mountain Dew running around. You hope it's Dew. <laughs> I mean, hey, what was Pac-Man? He was walking around eating pills in a dark room. You never know what he's going to really right. do. Chasing yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Chasing ghosts, yeah. To eat them. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Pac-Man was not eating <laughs> So, uh So, Kelly, describe, uh, yeah. describe the... Um, Let's do the appearance first. Describe the appearance in the glass. What do we get when we pour that in the glass? I don't know, Kevin. Don't ask me this shit. Well, you get like a straw. So you get a, you get a, yeah, it's just a straw color. Um, it's kind of light. It, it looks like beer. It's you not know? super thick. Like I it's said, color we're, at the, of beer. we're at the bottom of the can as it came back around to me. And it was yeah. not one that needed to be rolled because of heavy sludge at the bottom. Yeah. This does so, has no, you know, special, mm-hmm. you know, coloring at all. It's, it's not just, one of the heavily fruited ones. So it's definitely one of the longs that I, you know, things that I prefer. Um, I think that there is a very strong and and solid pineapple upside down cake to it. Quite frankly, it's it's one of my absolute favorite ones that I've had so far mm. of this particular variety of the pineapple upside down is what I'm saying. Brandon, what do you think about that? I like it. Again, under the category of with most of these beers, I'm not sure you can pint it out. I mean, you might be able to 10 ounce it out. Um, 
Yeah. And the thing I notice about it that I really enjoy is that a lot of these beers tend to miss on the accent flavors. And what I mean is that you get this huge fruit note, fruit note and it's like, okay, this is fruity. But if you're going to call it a pineapple upside down cake, where's the cake? Where's right. it? This actually hits it. Like this tastes it like vanilla cake batter, you know, that was cooked and has a little bit of, you know, vanilla note to it. Like, you know, and then there's the brown sugar yep. and the maraschino cherry. And it is just the right amount because right. There's not a lot of maraschino cherry in a pineapple upside down cake. Nope. It's like one in the center of a big square, but no, it's really, it's really true to description. I'll say that. So I'm really impressed with that. So I agree with that. Yeah. And, the body's not thin either. It's like a little bit of no. A, it's got it's got a little bit of body, which mm-hmm. especially for a Berliner base is nice. These guys are out of Ohio, right? Yes. All right. Cincy. Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati has some good breweries there. So does Columbus, man. I mean, uh, they're just rocking with the, the with the breweries, man. Street side, we had that. Because what else are you going to do in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drink and get right. COVID. <laughs> oh Jesus, man. <laughs> Fatality. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. All right. That just took a dark turn. Uh, Sorry, kids. Uh, uh, did you guys happen to notice the nose on this? Uh, yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. That is just intriguing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you get a little cake-ish. Um, yeah, that's where the nose is. It's baked yeah. cake. Yep. Yep. I like it. Kelsey, what do you think over there? I like it. Yeah? But I don't like it. Why not? <clears throat> I like it because it fits the description perfectly. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't I like pineapple. I don't like it because I don't like pineapple or cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that makes sense, baby. That makes sense. All right. It's like saying so, I, I, if you were, it was, it'd be one of those scenarios if you were at a bar and you ordered an IPA and you hated IPAs. So this tastes like an IPA, no. yeah. which is shitty. And, <laughs> I, and I wasn't going to say that because it deserves no, no. kudos because it does fit the description perfectly. Um, it is tasty, but just not for me. Okay. Bree, Bree, what do you think? Um, I really like it. It It's one of those few beers that actually you can pick out everything individually. And if you were to set a piece of pineapple upside down cake in front of me and that beer, it's going to be really difficult to tell the difference between the two because it hits those flavor notes so on point for so- all of them. So what you're saying is we need to make a reduction out of this beer, mix it into whipped cream, and then put it on top of pineapple upside down cake. Or instead of using the syrup for the pineapple upside down cake that they make, we could just reduce down the beer and do that. There we go. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I don't know if I'd anything more than a sampler of it, but because it's sweet. Well, yeah, all these cans are like shareable. I don't think anybody would be like a psycho if they just like drunk all this can, especially when the, how sweet the uh, how sweet know. they yeah, get. I'm a little offended. I'm a little offended <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I totally would have really? tried. I, yeah, no, well, I know. Well, I did say I, I said psycho. I like the, the Kelly, that they said they gave me. I know what you said, Kevin. I know what you said, man. Listen, you fruit boy. Yeah. <laughs> Now, some of these, yes, you definitely can. Um, oh, yeah, no, man, I'm... some of the thicker ones, though, man, woo, so I have to share them. The Hello Rock View and this Glitter Freeze, I think, are going to be, uh, they, those are not shareable to me. Mm. And so I guess I'll be called maybe a psycho later on in the podcast again. Um, but the Stouts, the Lime one, and, and obviously for me, because this is the Milkshake IPA and I am not an IPA chick, I wouldn't be able to drink the whole can of that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I bought that specifically to share with you guys. 
Awesome. All right, we're gonna go around the room now. Brandon, would you have a would you have a pint? Would you have a serving? I'll have a serving. Yep, serving. John, it'll it'll be on my flight board. All right, John, what do you think about that beer? Yeah, maybe an eight ouncer. Yep, eight ouncer. Uh, Bree, would you have a would you have a serving of it? Are you thumbs up, thumbs down? Taster. All right. Kelsey? That's a no from me. Bro. All right. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so collectively, yeah. So collectively, this beer's a winner. Collectively, this beer fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we're going to try and we're going to try another beer. So, right, so what's next? Um, Kelly, get one prepared. Get the, glitter, and, get the glitterati. And, yeah. And then I'll... Yeah. And while you're doing that, read up on it a little bit and see, you know, be prepared to talk about it a little bit. And um, let's bring up another topic. So, Brennan, gang, listen, we're in what? We're in Martinsville, Indiana right now. Bloomington is just like I about hear 20. Banjos. Yeah. No. Yeah. Down there. <laughs> Bloomington is just about 20 minutes from us. So, uh, Great. Now all the haters are going to know where to find us. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, c- come Shit, find us. if they didn't know before. So, uh, Good luck getting through town on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> We're not worth it. We'll see you coming. <laughs> the construction does suck here, man. Um, if you want to drive through Martinsville, pack a lunch. Right, for sure. Yeah, and maybe dinner. Yeah, it's a it is a trip getting out of here. But um, we went down to Switchyard. So uh, the owner of Switchyard said he switched to no tips. So the servers there are making absolutely no tips. He kind of um, increased their um, hourly rate. Um, he's going to be offering free health insurance. Brendan, what's your um, what's your thoughts on that? Oof. I'm going to go around the room. Here's, g- here's my initial I, thoughts I, on I, it. I, I, I will tell you, right. having worked in the service community for years, so did he declare what the base rate is, the base rate of pay? Yeah, I think it's a, um, was it 15 Kelsey, $15 an hour? To start, I think after a year or something, he'll increase it. I think it goes up to about $19 an hour Here's at my, the end of the day. Here's my one thing. I very much support from a societal movement what he is doing in the role. As a server, I'd be furious. As a server, it is rare you would make less, that you would make $15 an hour. You would you usually almost always crush that. And so now... the the balance on it is I am unaware of any places that have health insurance plans for their servers and things like that. So that is a huge, huge benefit. If you're trying to truly become somewhere that is an employer for, you know, the long haul, which is usually not the case for a lot of server and service industry jobs, that is an amazing setup for you. I just think that a lot of servers will raise an eyebrow at the concept of it. Yeah. The positive. So here's some of the positives on that. So let's be frank. Women, you're not Frank. Yeah, (laughs) women um, who are servers will more than likely not all not all the time more than likely will make more than a male server. Period. Right. So if you go to restaurants and stuff like that, because some guys are just guys, right? They're just assholes sometimes, and they will like uh, they will give uh, more tips to ladies than they do men. That's one of his reasons. His topic said that this is the reason why he's wanting to switch to. They could be working on a a bad day, like a Monday or Tuesday, and they probably will not make a lot of the tips versus somebody that's working on a Friday or Saturday. So now it's an even playing field. So basically, he's even uh, he's like making the playing field even for somebody to make you know money. But at the same time, they're not they're not working forty hours a week. They're just they're probably working twenty hours a week, and 
if I'm working 20 hours a week, and for me, if I'm making some tips, I could probably crush that shit. You know what I mean? Can I can I get an interjection? And yeah. I and I haven't been down there yet since they switched over. Which I saw, and like I said, it's a it is a bold move, and I'm not wanting to discredit. Okay, so you're saying, hey, it levels the playing field. If you're working on a Monday versus working on a Friday, you might not get as many tips on a Monday. Guess what? The guy working on the Monday, I guarantee you, is not having to do anything nearly as much work as mm-hmm. the person who is busting their ass on a Friday. I'm not saying you shouldn't be paying people well. I'm, you know, heck, you know, minimum, you know, set a minimum wage and still do tips that's higher. I mean, that's my thing, but I'm like, okay, so now everyone's paid the same. I'm like, that's great. The dude who's working on a Tuesday versus the dude who's working on a Saturday during an IU game, I can guarantee you there is going to be some, there is, there is pay disparity there in the sense of now the person is having to work you know, I won't say twice as hard, but 50% as hard as the dude who's making on Tuesday and making the same amount of money. Yeah, hold on a second here. So. Yeah, but also Switchyard is saying also that I lost my train of thought here. But well, let's, the, yeah. let me ask you this. What's to prevent them from putting on a couple more servers then just for the weekend to absorb the overflow? Oh, there's nothing to prevent that. The question is, will they? Well, and my question is, is... Are they going to take the tip option off of their? Yep, all of it. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it, it, they, okay. and they encourage you not okay. to tip. Right. So they have a thing that says "do not tip," which I kind of like. What if I wanted to tip? I mean, yeah. who's going to? Why would you want to stop me from tipping? But they're also saying that. Um, yeah, man, I just there's. This has I been a, this yeah, has been yeah. a very this is a very hot button item right now, and, and just societally and in the server like in the service industry it's a big hot button issue because most people are making very very good living and yes the tip the tip aspect of it there is a lot of reasons not to have tipping there's a whole lot of reasons but when it comes to rubber meet the road time most servers are whatever you're going to end up offering them to pay them from a straight hourly wage the tips way more in a way Blow that out well, Switchyard also wants to take the power away from the customer because, you know, um, depending on, like, servers. Because, like, when you're out there serving, I mean, you are, you know, you're, you, you got to be happy. You, go, you can't have it, like, say if, if you had a bad day or something and you're out there and you're serving. You're doing a good job, but maybe you're just, like, not as talkative or something like that. Now the customer has the power to give you, you know, this amount of tip or, or, or no tip at all. And it takes the power away from the customers. I get that aspect of it. I mean, I, there's a lot of good things that takes effect when you don't tip. But at the same time, I still think at the end of the day, what we're working to make money, period, right? That's not a hide behind the fact. I'm working because I like work. We're working to make money. And I think that I could probably make a little bit more money if I had tips, period. But that's just me. Thoughts? Are we, gonna, are we moving on from this well, subject? I don't work. I work in a service industry, but it, a very different service industry than you don't make tips. Beer and alcohol right. service, and you do not make tips. Right. You may get the occasional one for doing something off book that you know put put a light bulb in and oh, fine. See you later. Bye. You know, ten bucks comes your way. You're not going to turn it down. But there, by the same token, we are having just an incredibly hard time even attracting just entry-level people right now. Mm. And 
our our base pay is twelve fifty an hour. The right guy can make fifteen. The really right guy is gonna make close to is gonna make close to twenty bucks. You know, but the applicant pool is just not out there at the moment. And this might be their way of attracting an applicant pool. Yeah. So I mean it, it if it works and he's, and he's got right. the coverage that he needs on Mondays and Tuesdays and he puts on maybe a couple extra Friday, Saturday, then I, right. I'll i kick it on the other side, though, of this, too, though. If you're a really good badass server, mm-hmm. and I mean you're you're a kick-ass server. You're Kelsey. You know, mm-hmm. and you're sitting well, yeah. and you're sitting you're sitting there and going, wait a second. So you're going to offer me 15 bucks an hour. And yet, anywhere else I go, I'll be pulling 30. Especially if you have a customer base that, right. like, a lot of people like to come back yeah, because you're the that, server, you know? Exactly. And, and I'm, not, I'm not arguing, you know, it, for, for an intro-level position, absolutely, it's a great way to pull someone in. But if you know, if, you've got, if you're hunting for, you know, the creme de la creme, the top-level servers, most of these servers will look at it and go, appreciate what you're doing, but money talks, bullshit so, walks. Here's, here's, here's my thing. The UK has already been doing this. Yep. In my humble opinion, it's just something new that is going to be happening more and more frequently. Yep. And it's just new to us, and we're we're wait we're still weighing out the pros and cons. But before we know it, there's gonna be more people that are doing this. Yep. Um, what aggravates me is that yeah, I could get paid. I can my dollarly my hourly dollar amount when I'm getting tips is more than $15 an hour. And I'll take the slow Monday and Tuesday because my Friday, Saturday, Sunday is kick ass. And I like what I do. So I, yeah. So that's what's fun for me. So if I can be getting $30 an hour average a week, even though my Monday and Tuesday sucked, I would rather have that than get paid $15 an hour, no tips. Yeah, but you don't have a kitchen. So what if your kitchen suck, uh, fucks up and brings out some crap you serve it to the customer now the cursed customer is not blaming the kitchen they're blaming you because you served well, them i'm not that douchebag i'm very what? aware where my food comes from but well this takes it away this takes it all the way i've never had that issue personally like i've never been tipped poorly because of a bad kitchen experience um, mm, but it happens because we throw get, them under the bus you get, <laughs> you get tipped great when you handle it great even if the kitchen fucked up yeah mm-hmm. so that's where people are gonna i think start slipping a little bit they're they're not going to try. It's just going to be like a plateau effect of how their customer service is because they're getting paid the same anyway. Um, and I think when we went to the UK, everyone seemed really happy to be getting paid what they called a living wage. Um, they didn't want to take the tip. They were actually quite insulted when we accidentally tried to tip them. Yeah, it's true. Um, that is, that's another cultural insight. Yep. And it's just... If they've been doing it, I I would really be curious to to hear from someone that has worked in both areas mm-hmm. to see what what like what they thought. Well, we definitely have to have an interview with uh, Curtis down at Switchyard. See how how that's doing. I really want to follow up on this subject. We could probably talk about this for ages. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, kudos for uh, Curtis for no, and, starting and, that. You know, and, and being a trendsetter for sure, and, exactly. and 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 having the balls enough to actually you know make some uh, changes and. Some of the things that, I mean, you can look up on the website and, you know, go to the Switchyard Facebook page and read about all the positive things um, about uh, removing tips. Um, there are positives there. Um, 
there, there's a lot of great things and the whole the heck the healthcare thing alone is a huge like that's where it really hits home to me is that they care enough about their staff to do that that's a huge deal but yeah i mean and not to just sound like debbie downer and just knocking on curtis because hey look change has got to start somewhere um and it's an awesome attempt and i really do hope it goes well i'm really curious to see what the outcome is. oh yeah and and let's let's make this clear we're not like taking jabs at Curtis from Switchyard. This is huge in Bloomington. This is like, he is yep. the first brewery, um, the first place down in Bloomington is actually removing the tip. So this is huge news. So I think, you know, let's just see what, how this goes. I mean, for a customer, yeah, we're going to say, yay, you know, cause we don't have to, you know, we don't, we're not pressured to gauge a server or, or, or tip based on servers or based on how we're getting treated. But you know, it takes the power away from us, which is, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll follow from there. Kelly, yes. um, we have beer. What do you, what do you got? I, you, I know you're waiting patiently. You're like, God pi- damn it. You're having a pint, not out here having a political yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's up. No, it's all it's right. beer news, baby. Right. Beer news. But uh, yeah, what we got? This was street sides. <laughs> was. I like how there's past there, <laughs> yeah, I like how there's past I think most of us is cleared. Do you notice that Kelly keeps calling yeah. it glitter face? Yeah. What is it? Glitter freeze. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> did that <laughs> Glitter face, okay, baby. Well, I, I like glitter face. Street side, if anyone's Sounds like a bad bat bat. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like no, I've been to a strip no, club. No, no, no. Honestly, it's you know, it's glitter freeze for it's, fuck's sake. It's Lady Gaga's, you know, it's Lady Gaga's custom brew. No, I don't listen to Lady Gaga. That's not where this is fucking coming from. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know what my problem yeah. is. All right. That's not what it is. It's glitter freeze. Uh, she yeah. almost did it. It's just. Yeah, yeah. It's much like when I called Hoosier Brewing's Circus Peanuts Circus Penis for customers. I actually offered that to a customer. Circus Penis? You want some Circus circus Penis? penis. Have you tried the Circus Penis yet? That is literally what I said, man. It's a a three-ring circus, baby. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. But, you know, glitter face is is something that happens when, um, you you know, a husband comes from the strip club. No, that's, called that black, that, that's called the black. That's called the black eye. Yeah, no doubt. That's yeah. called an ass kicking in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so all right, describe this beer. What do we get? What do we get? Freeze is another Berliner. Yeah, Berliner. Yeah, yeah, Berliner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm yeah, having a good day today. Right. Right. It is dragon fruit and um, passion fruit. Ooh. Um, it is not a thick fruited beer at all. It's very light, very crisp, tastes like juice. I think that it is probably one of my favorites um, following the uh, Hello Rock view. Now see, this one you can drink the whole can because this is not really thick. It's not like sugary. It's a tart, sour. Um, You get that, you get all those fruits in there. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about this beer? I really enjoy it. It's a a really, really well done beer. Um, I'll concur with Kevin is that I could actually put a pint of this back. It It is more of your traditional. It almost more is reminiscent to me of just a straight up regular sour than like the heavily fruited sour. So and those, those are the ones that I like. Yep, that's good. So it's this one. And then the other, the hello rock view are the ones that I felt were cans. I can clear by myself and we're going to do that one next, but this one's pretty good. And the can art is also tits. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So the can art, it's like a, um, a, a cartoon lady with the sword. But it doesn't. Act, it doesn't actually have tits. Well, they, yeah. <laughs> well, they have. She We're, has. She has little nubs. It's okay. Well, they're just some little. Stand nubs with there. the glitter and the strip cup references. Yeah, right, you know. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know why they uh, why they call this glitter freeze. It doesn't have no glitter in it, right? I don't know. That's is that, why is I call that it Elsa? Glitter I don't know who the hell. It's got it's got to be based on. See, now we're now it's we're like being ignorant because I know this is probably based on a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this probably it's probably named after a cartoon um, that we have not um, seen yet. Um, at first, I was going to say, is this like She-Ra or something? But it's not. No, it's not She-Ra. That's not She-Ra. That's what not the she- fuck are you talking about? I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> not I, I kind of thought it. You know, I, or, God damn, man. Yeah, I don't know what, what, I don't know what she is. Um, yes, no. It's almost like Street Fighter, almost like Mortal Kombat-y. Like, you know, I said, uh, that ain't Mortal Kombat. Uh, no, but I'm just saying she has It's got labels. the skull on it, but that. Is this a yeah. reference to um, um, the snow? Um, that's what I was saying, Elsa from Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it might be. Yeah, it might very well be. I think so. Yeah, I it's think it's closer so. than about anything else. Elsa on a three day. Elsa on a coke cabin in a three day bender. Yeah, a right. three day bender. Well, she's got some malort. So it's probably a meth habit. Yeah. <laughs> right. She got one tooth. Sorry, sorry. She's only she only one does tooth have one tooth. tooth. No, that could very well be yeah. Elsa on meth. There you go. Um, yeah. Elsa from hey, Martinsville, Indiana. Yeah. It, it's the glitter air yeah. quote. No, she's just from Martinsville. That's what that's from. You know, down there, bu- the you know, Bucktown. Is that what they um, call um, the south side of Martinsville? Yep. Yeah, I'm all also right. I'm just going to interject that there is apparently an anime called Glitter Force. Oh, oh. see, we're dumb. Oh, okay. I knew, I knew. Google is your friend. And it's also proof of intellectual property robbery. Again. Yeah. Well, that, and I'll bet you anything that it's a, uh, a cross- between that glitter force and the Elsa because she is in blue, right? And she has like some like some shit going on here that's probably freezy kind of thing. And then she has her meth tooth going. <laughs> hey, so, hey, 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 that's her can opener, okay? Can. She can use it to open the can of, you know, right. bushes of baked beans with right. that thing. It makes me kind of want to go to Street Side and ask somebody what the hell's going on there. <laughs> and they'd be too messed up. It's to just know. a reference to that one, yeah. So, um, John, what do you think about this? What do you think about this one? Really, it it reminds me of something that used to be a craft beer, but it's now a major label, uh, Line of Kugel's Berry Weiss. Mm. But with, you know, a little bit different fruit notes. But yeah, it if one of these was ice cold and I had just got done mowing the yard today, this would go down good. Yeah, Strawberry lemonade. Yeah. It's good. Bree, what do you think? I think I'm going to be kind of the odd one out. I like that first sip. It's so tart. It really um, almost like Warhead right. flavor is mm-hmm. what I what it reminds me of. Is It's super tart, and then it gets real sweet. And I really appreciate the fact that it's not super thick. But I find it's very sweet after that initial tart bite. And yeah. I'm just not sold on it. Gotcha, Kelsey. I like it. I had three pints of it at a tap room. Yeah, that's my girl. And the entire time that we sat there, I called it glitter face. And I let her. And she let me. <laughs> yes. She let me make an ass of myself because. That's what her. friends do. That's right. Well, yeah, a tap room is in Indianapolis, Indiana. So basically their thing is that they all month long, they'll basically highlight a brewery and they'll have all their beers on all their taps for a full month. And then they switch out month after month. We did a, um, a podcast out there. So if you guys want to listen to two toms. a, uh, um, about a tap room and when we were with two Tom, uh, Tom from two toms, then, uh, definitely listen to that episode. Uh, Kelly, what do you think about that one? Which one? The one we have in the glitter. The glitter? Not the glitter face. So I almost said it again. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. All right. Well, I, I obviously am going to have several pints of it Kay. because I did yep. with Kelsey calling it the wrong thing. Mm. And I have gone back and had some since. 
So yeah, I like this beer. I like this beer. Um, it's a Berliner Weiss with just some fruit added in there. There's nothing special about it. Um, it's you know I'm not gonna say woohoo, this is badass. I mean, it's like it is what it is, but and it's it tastes great. So I think let's see one two yeah yeah it's a uh, it's a cheers right. Yes. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Yeah. All right. So this is what we're going to do. Um, we got to take a, uh, a sponsor break. And then right after the break, we're going to delve into some more topics and some more beers. And then, yeah. And then we'll do some bruise news. Bruise you guys want to do some bruise news? I don't know. Is that some, like, do we have bruise news? I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. Yep, yeah. The whole episode. Okay. Then I'll just start off bruise. I'll, I'll just delete this sound effect that I have that I've saved. Now, I love this sound effect, but... Oh, you can play the sound effect, Kevin. All right. Do it, All right. Sound effect. Well, I don't even know if I'm going to push the right button anyway for um, even um, the break. So let's see what happens. This podcast is brought to you by the Cinco Craft Beer Bar right in Bloomington, Indiana, where you can experience craft beer where you won't find anywhere else around. Trust me here when I say if you want to drink some kick-ass craft beer, the Sinkhole is where to go. If you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe for our weekly craft beer adventures. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search O-H-H-A-P. That stands for Out Here Having a Pint. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel, Out Here Having a Pint. Would you like to support our show? Go to anchor.fm slash O-H-H-A-P and click our support button. We'll give you a live shout out right on our podcast. Like to sponsor our show? Ask us a question or make a suggestion? Just email us at outherehavingapint at gmail.com. Nerds. This is Kevin from Out Here Having a Pint Podcast. Join us bi-weekly as we discuss everything craft beer. We are out here having a pint. We are out here having a pint. Part of the On Draft Network. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. And we're back. Woohoo! Yay. Yay. Um, we took a quick we took <laughs> a quick break. Sober. But, well, we're gonna have to fix that. If Brandon's sober. sober. Oh, Brandon's sober. What? He's sober? We're gonna hey, no. To, what the hell? We're I'm regular. <laughs> the fuck, Kelsey? <laughs> I'm sure there's a bourbon bottle somewhere in this house. Yeah. Well, I know where it is. Yeah, okay. And by the way, the, la- the last time that bourbon bottle got opened in an episode, that was the episode that shall be forever known as when Kelsey stumbles off the ledge. Oh, yeah. yes. And we will not have oh, an episode God. ever again. It was Kelsey was chatty, chatty, happy, happy, thud. And <laughs> that was a nightmare for me the whole entire night, by the way. Um, if you know me, come up and ask me about that night, by the way. And uh, I'm uh, Ask about Kelsey and Woodford. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. After Wait, the mimosas and the this. beer. Yeah, I don't know about uh, this. Well, off air. Oh, you definitely, definitely know about this. There's a message at the bourbon. Change yeah. the station. Change the station. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, bourbon. Um, it, so basically, it was if bourbon met the exorcist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? That's why I have problems yeah. now with the <laughs> bourbon barrel stouts and stuff. Bourbon and I had a big fight a couple mm. of months ago. And, and you got your ass kicked. I got my ass absolutely oh, handed to me. Yes. So you had this happen to you too, baby? Did oh. we know yeah, we story? talked about this. Did we? Twice. Was I drunk? 
Probably. Probably. I never want to be with her ever again if she's drinking bourbon. I just want to just like, okay, I will no, go no, to a no, hotel no, and spend listen, the night there. You guys are all leaving out an important detail that it started with mimosas. Yes. Mm, that is true. It was an all day. It was, this all was day. a marathon day. drink day. Yeah. Oh, was all this the kind fair of thing? No. 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 Shit, never mind. Never mind. No. <laughs> well, we have an episode in our podcast where this was happening as, yes, you know. Yes, and you can tell it's hilarious because yeah. you're listening to. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. No, 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 not you. Not just not okay, fine. Just Kelsey's talking, talking. Kelsey's great. Kelsey, Kelsey's giggling. Kelsey's silent. And then, and then her head spins, and like, oh shit. <laughs> so which, which, a, we love Kelsey. Dearly. So it wasn't a case of liquor before beer. You're in the clear. It was liquor before liquor. Yep. Mega sicker. Yo, yeah. yes. <laughs> liquor, liquor comes after liquor. <laughs> yeah. My personal nightmare. And by the way, y'all left me quick. <laughs> oh, is this when you your leg? Oh, baby, yes, I do know that story. I just want y'all to know, if you were ever in that situation, I would laugh, help you, and then get, Bail. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we made sure you were safe and secured in a room. In the this cat is true. Let, yeah. Let's not lie. We did not yeah, just immediately no. bail. That's we, true, that's true. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. That was if he hadn't said it, I would have had no idea. Yep that that was a night to remember for yep. sure. A night to forget. Let's literally. Do it again. No, no that's kidding. not. Bring on the Woodford. <laughs> All right, you guys want to do some bruise news? Sure. Sure. All right, let's do it. <laughs> sure. Let's, all right, let's do it. This is not official news, Airman. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. Look. I report the news. That's what I do. Well, do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard! I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard! I'm putting you on the news! All right, this section is called Bruise News, where we talk about, like, really quick bruise news, and minus the debates or the back and forth, so really quick. Kelly, got any yes, bruise news? I do. Hoosier Brewing is going to have their seven-year anniversary, September 17th, from 6 to 10 p.m. Nice. I will be there working. All right. Throwing axes. Showing people how to throw axes. Hell yeah. Not just throwing them at the customers or anything like that. People should stop out because it's always a good time, especially when I'm there. But, you know, I'm being pompous. But, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been in. I haven't been into uh, Hoosier Brewing in, in a little bit, so I need to visit that place uh, again. Yep, for sure. Kelsey, got any bruise news? I like beer. I was waiting for oh, it. Thank you, Kelsey. Sure. Because so help me God, had you not done that, I was going to. <laughs> Bree, you got any bruise news? That's not really bruise news, news, mm -hmm. but. If y'all have not been down to the Indiana State Fair. Oh, Jesus. This is a topic of conversation. Pretty freaking cool. So they've had that uh, building where they've done the Indiana wine and beer and distilled spirits before. Mm. They've expanded. So they completely revamped that building. It is family friendly now. You purchase your alcohol behind a specific line so that you can have your kids in there. It's air conditioned. Ooh, nice. Yes. So when it's 94. Freaking degrees outside. Right. Go inside and get you something to drink. The grounds are open container. So whatever you buy in there, go walk the midway, go find your food, go through the barns, get halfway around the midway. There's a wine garden where you can get... The pretty your, waterfall even. It mm. was beauteous. Get your whatever was on tap or on draft, anything how whatever words words are hard mm -hmm. um <laughs> but it's more of a 
patio environment, lots of greenery, there's a waterfall, and it's real pretty. And then get on the other side of the fairgrounds by where they have that, uh, the Ferris wheel, the observation wheel, and they did a backyard barbecue. Mm -hmm. So again, get whatever you want to drink, but they've got cornhole set up. There was a car show there that day when we were there. Uh, Picnic tables are everywhere. Very laid back. I think we sat there for half an hour, just people watching. Yeah. Drinking a good beer. So wow. ran- Very nice. Some random people came and said hi. Not so random. We know who you were. <laughs> All right. Definitely have to. Minute. <laughs> Did we- they have fresh hot turkey legs? Across the, Across the, the road. Also, bison poutine. Mm. I love poutine Ooh. and I like saying poutine, but I love poutine. That I also mm. really, really like the dirty hippie tots. Mm. Oh, those dirty hippie tots. <laughs> I don't I don't know what dirty hippie tats are. I you, think we're talking about the same two different things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Tater tots. Yeah, I tater tots. Tater tots, ground bison, flash fried br- shaved Brussels sprouts, hot sauce, and... Gravy. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I like how it you was... said gravy into the microphone, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Gravy. Sweet. Let's do that. John, you got any uh, Bruce news? 450 sucks and... Fuck three flights. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well done. Shit. Well done. <laughs> oh, well. Every episode, it continues. The trend sets. Uh, he stole your answer. Shit. Yeah. No, uh, Brandon. Stole my fire. I, I, I don't know if you could beat that, Brandon. What, uh, what do we got for Bruce News? Uh, Jesus, man. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like liquor. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but uh, locally... Creek-wise, actually, not just Cedar Creek. So if you were in the local area of where this podcast is based out of, this uh, Saturday, Greenwood is doing Wham Fest. So it is, gosh, wine, art, music, and microbrew is what it stands for. And so I think there is six or seven breweries and several wineries and it's just come on out kind of like a big street block party and it's a blast. So come out to Wham Fest. It'll be a fun time. Ah, oh, other brews news. Um, live music is still going on in the era of COVID. So the Creek has more live concerts coming up. Um, hell, Bells. I mean, if we want to talk, Bells actually had live music for the first time in a year and a half. So that was a, that that's that's how much this industry is still changing. Is it's still one of those, everyone's shocked to hear, holy shit, we have live music again? What the, I can go, ha- I can go have a beer and listen to music. This is an awful concept. Um, but yeah, there, it's still going on for right now. See how long that lasts. Fingers crossed. Um, Wash your damn hands. Jesus. And wear your fucking masks, right? Exactly. Keep you know. Keep, be, no, you don't have to wear masks there out there. Yeah, you know, you do. You know, there's not a mandate in there. Um, there's no mandate in right. this county. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I know there's one in Bloomington. There's a mandate. Don't be disrespectful. How about we just leave it at that way? Don't be disrespectful, asshole. That's all we got to ask. Yeah, wash your hands and don't stand in my back pocket. Stop yeah. licking things you're not supposed to lick. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. You don't know where I've been, baby. Dang it. I, I made a lot of those mistakes no. then. Uh, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what you'll catch. No. <laughs> All right. So other Bruce news. Um, we will be actually, Outer uh, Avenue Pint will be out at the sinkhole on Friday. Going to interview Chris Knight from Windmill. They will have the- uh, Windmill. Windmill. They'll have the Windmill Tap Takeover over there, which is going to be great. We'll also have a DJ outside, um, DJ- uh, cruise control uh, on the ones and twos. The actual DJ that's 
doesn't push a play button. He actually has records and stuff, which is that's exciting. No way. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's yes. a it's a rare form. He's got vinyl. But I got a list of some of the uh, beers from Windmill is going to bring. They're going to bring a uh, uh, it's called Hey Mikey, a barrel aged imperial pastry stout uh, brew with maple and cinnamon, thirteen point five ABV. Uh, going to have uh, what memes are made of. It's a milkshake IPA brewed with strawberries, banana, vanilla, and lactose. It's 7%. Um, two if by Citra. This, this is one of my favorites. It's a Citra hopped New England style IPA, 6%. Um, single, double, triple. It's a single hop, double IPA style, Belgian triple. It's 9.8. And then the uh, memes and dreams milkshake style with mangoes, lactose, and vanilla beans. And then it, uh, I it's called a tasty beverage, which is a, a lemon lime soda mix with the full bodied American lager, four percent. Plus, he's bringing some other uh, little goodies. So come so on out and have a good time. Wait, wait, wait. So y'all love lactose, right? Going yes. Back to the single double triple. What was the single double triple? Um, it's called the single double triple. Um, so it is a single hopped double IPA style Belgian triple. How do you do a double IPA style Belgian? Well, we're going to ask him that when he gets on that microphone. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> I have questions. Yes. I have many questions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I love Windmill. Um, it's going no, to- and, and they do some, they knock some stuff out of the park. There's no question about that. So My favorite beer this summer was by them. The Relative Strawberry. Seriously. I freaking love that beer. I loved it. Well, I think into doorway since well, then. let's move forward then. That's the Bruce News. Yay, Bruce Woo! News. Woo! Bruce All right. News. All right. Bruce News. Gosh, yeah. Man, I wish Party you'd, like, time. hurry up. Yeah, Kelly, what's the yes. uh, what's the next uh, The next one beer was we got. the Hello Rock View. This is what? a milkshake burliner with black currant and vanilla. This is another one that I think it's very light. The color is quite beautiful red. It looks like a and it, it, it it's a it's a, it's a, a, one that you can drink all on your own. I mean, I think it's one that I can I mean, I can clear it. Yeah, it's really it's 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 the most tart that we've had so far on the lineup. Um and I like it. I like it a lot. Kelsey, what do you think about it? I feel like it is missing something tremendously. What? Like what? It's almost not as flavorful as I had hoped it was going to be. Mm. Your glass does happen to be empty, by the it way. It is empty. I was thirsty, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was good. I would drink it. I probably would not have a pint. I do just feel like I kind of like swallowed it and then it was gone. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's usually what happens. <laughs> I was trying to beat y'all to the laugh. Yeah, but you did. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the flavor just wasn't as bold as I wanted it to be. I mean, it's the black. Is it the black current? Is that what you're Probably. not liking? Yeah, I mean, it's got it's. You can take. I mean, the black current is great. I am never bringing you beer it, again. Yeah, <laughs> it finishes. It finishes dry and it finishes quick. Maybe you just don't. Yeah, that's what she said. Holy shit! Thank you for catching up. <laughs> damn it! I can't say a damn thing with you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Bree, what do you think about it? See, I like this one better than glitter face. Mm. Just say face. Yeah, glitter face. Yeah. Glitter face. Because I almost said glitter face. Mm. Yeah. Um, because I like how dry it finishes. Yeah. And it doesn't have that super sweet lactose note that a lot of yeah. these Berliners can have. So I like black currant anyway. I do too, baby. I love the black Well, currant. the thing with some of the, um, sorry, well, when they have the uh, Berliner wise uh, base, they add that lactose in there and it's a little bit heavy. You know. This is not it. This is just like a straight 
sour. I mean, yeah, I, I like the like really I, I like the fruit juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, what do you think about that? Well, actually, I, I really kind of like this. Mm-hmm. The clarity and the yeah, is, bright red. Oh, yeah, the yeah. the color is a bright red. The clarity is impeccable. I can mm-hmm. I can read your shirt through that stuff. Yeah, but I also like the flavor. Mm-hmm. And it does. It, it it It's a drier feel, and it's a quick finish, but I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, me neither. Brandon. <laughs> it's Ocean Spray Cranberry Juice. That's what the flavor you're tasting is. Oh, yeah? Ocean Spray? It, 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 is, it is Ocean Spray, Ocean spray Ocean Cranberry Juice. Well, that's funny yeah. you should say that because that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like it. It tastes like that. That's not a knock on it. It's just I'm like, my only, uh, my only question on this beer why did you put lactose in it i'm not really sure what right it's because i don't i don't know the benefit of this of why you would throw lactose in this could it have been way too tart or dry without it which which is fine you just balance it out otherwise just because i think it's one of those things that i understand they were making they're making a milkshake style which means then you want to put lactose in it to make it a milkshake yeah but the body's not but but the body's not there from adding lactose Mm -hmm. there's no residual sweetness from lactose there's no so if you're gonna do it and i'm not trying to be shitty or critical i'm just like hey if you're gonna do it what was the purpose of doing this if it was to balance the tartness well then maybe you could find another way because this is this is a conversation point all on its own right now is the lactosing of beers because it means that you have a population now that can't drink this beer you just made it that they cannot they can't drink this well, what about the population that can't drink the normal lactose beer like well, me what do you mean like the super heavy well i'm talking lact- no no what i mean is like lactose intolerant individuals like they can't oh. they now cannot or really don't want to go anywhere near this beer no. Even though, that's and that's why I'm like, I don't see where you gained anything by putting lactose into this. And that's and that's becoming a trend industry-wide. This is not a knock against just street side. It's like, let's throw lactose in it. That's why did true. You, why did you throw lactose in right. a brown ale? Yeah. Unless you're making an oatmeal cookie brown or something like that. I said, you know, you normally add it to add some residual sweetness or to add some body or... And I don't get either of those. And like, it's, it's, it finishes really dry, not overly sweet. It's not overly thick. So, and that's why I'm just, it's more of a head scratcher moment. I like it, but I'm more just scratching my head going, why lactose guys? I just, yeah. I don't get it. So. Well, and it's not just lactose intolerant. If you're vegan, you wouldn't mm-hmm. drink this either. Yep. And that is, you know, more and more, more popular, an yeah. You know, in this day and age is vegan. Yep. I agree. I must be it doesn't need the lactose. Cause I don't think about any of that when I think about beer. Mm. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just thoughts that I have to make when I'm crafting recipes is I'm like, okay, I'm going to lactose this thing. Why? Right. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you on two notes. One, why the lactose in here? Two, a lot of breweries are overly using lactose. Amen. Yep. So cut it out guys. We, <laughs> you don't need it really. You don't. You don't. You don't get alcohol out of it. So. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, Kelly. Would you Would you have a serving a pint of this? Yes. I would. All right. It's one of um, my favorites. Kelsey. Nope. All right. She's shaking her head. No. All right. Bree. Yeah. Yep. John. Yes. Sure. Brandon. Yes. I would have it too. So yeah. So it's a. It's it's good. <laughs> Speaking of good, has anybody been to in Mooresville at Black Dog lately? I know they changed brewers. But man, Brandon, you and I, I picked up I a four pack. Initial, remember yes. that when Black Dog first opened, and it might have been. A, and I'll be very honest, this is not to knock another place. This is just beer blunt. 
everything I had heard about Black Dog was everyone was really impressed with them. They really enjoyed their IPA. They really enjoyed their Belgian. Kevin and I got this four pack and it was one of their first four packs and maybe it was a bad four pack. No, just at the time it was just, it was oxidized. It was malt bombed. It, Especially like, that IPA. That IPA was, was garbage. It was sad. It at the best note, it was sad. Um, that being said, I've heard continuously, oh no, they're doing great. And I've had a few of their beers and you know what? They're good. They're, they're really good. I've not been out there yet, but my initial impression of what I had from a can product, um, I think it was literally their first can release versus a can that I've had now drastically different. So awesome to see that kind of progress. Yeah, I just want to mention them because they've done. Um, if anybody's been out there, you know, in the infancy of a brewery, which, which again, when a brewery opens up, don't judge. Yeah, don't please. judge it. Um, but they're doing some pretty good things. They're starting to distro out and about. Um, really like what those guys are doing. Very nice people, by the way, too. When you visit yeah. that brewery, man, they are, the, the hospitality there is like fantastic. And uh, yeah, I just like it. So I just wanted to mention: Has anybody been to the Morrisville Black Dog? Uh, Kelly, have you been out there yet? Yeah, that's right. You was out there with us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bree, have you been out there? No. And John, I know you haven't been out there. You're from Michigan. Yeah. Um, Brandon, you said, yeah, we need to take a trip. Yeah, I've now. never been I've never been out there. Like I said, yeah. I've had their, some of their product, and their product's knocking out of the park. So, All right. We're going to pour another beer. And then um, while you're doing that, let's, uh, let's talk about what the hell's going on with 450, by the way, on their Instagram. What is going on? Oh. <laughs> oh, what's not going on? Yeah, yeah. what's not going on? I mean... There so were, this, this is the second s- suspension now. Yes. And I've never heard, you know, they've never, and it's not, it's not their duty to announce why they're suspended. I have suspensions because they let people rampantly resell in the comments, which is legal kids. Like just heads up, you know, it is technically illegal to, to buy and resell beer unless you got the license for that kind of crap. Um, but yeah, so just recently they're getting ready to do a can release and I think it's tomorrow and their Instagram is down again and it is, they don't have a small account. They have, I believe a hundred plus thousand followers. If I'm, you probably can't. Well, let me, let me, I forgot to date this. So this, we're recording this episode on a Wednesday. Um, August 18th. Yeah. If you're hearing this when it first released, it, this is Thursday. So um, the Cedar Creek stuff is happening this weekend. Yep. Um, the when, uh, tap takeover is on um, Wednesday, August 20th. So, um, yeah, just wanted to clarify. Wait, 450 has two Instagram They have a backup Well, you have a backup Instagram, which is weird. But also be careful that it's not some scammer reseller piece of shit. Yeah, no, they they. No, it's legit. They okay. post well, it. They, they have a backup account, but there's several accounts, and if you search 450, you got to be careful because there's a lot of these shitlord. Yeah, if you go to their Facebook page, they say go to our other Instagram our account. Instagram, yeah. which I'm wondering how long so, until that one gets nuked. So maybe I missed it. Why why did they get taken down for Instagram? They they've they never announced know. it, but I would guess that they allow rampant like resale mm. on their which is illegal and. Anything dealing with alcohol, like direct alcohol movement sales and or uh, marijuana direct sale, that will get you nuked on Instagram in a heartbeat. It seems like that's where they're going for, though. They're just like, they're just highlighting a weed. Well, I'm just saying, and that's, so that was a suspicion on, ironically, that was the suspicion on the first suspension is they have a lot of partnerships with out in uh, Nevada where it is legal, but with companies that make dabs and, you know, dispensaries and things like that. And you cannot make any sort of sales marketing items on Instagram, like a direct sale type promotion. 
And that was kind of the rumor of one of the concepts of, hey, they Instagram thought it, it, you know, walked over the line of their direct marketing, you know, marijuana product, cannabis products. The other concept was, is that they, you can go on to any bottle or can release from 450 and there's a million people. You want this? DM me. I'll ship it to you. I sell at the best price, da, 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 which is illegal. And Instagram kind of gets their, you know, hackles up a little bit. So that was the other suspicion. Who knows what's real? Who knows if it's the reason? Wouldn't be surprised either. Or, you know, just going to say 450 North shitlord's going to shitlord. And for all we know, someone start, started spouting a bunch of racist bullshit and got them reported. So, uh, so know, what'll man. be interesting yeah. is that things are starting to move forward. So right now they still allow what are called proxy, which means someone can buy it and someone else can pick it up. Imprint for this release, which is another one of these big, big hype style breweries, just removed the ability to proxy. They are no longer going to allow right. proxy. I heard, so yeah. that is going to start changing that dynamic back again, uh, at least with imprint. So it's curious. I'll be curious to see if others follow suit. The locals loved when they didn't allow proxy, because if you lived local, you could go in, pick up a crap ton of this, resell it, make some good money. And then with proxies, you just send your mule with all your orders and a refrigerated shipping truck, and they'd come and get it for you and distribute it for a very nice little fee. But who knows? We'll see how that changes. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might be hating right now, but I kind of get the impression that 450 is not, not really concentrating on their local community. Cool. They're just like... So, yeah. we're, if we're going to drop this back, so Hayes yeah. Boys, by the way, if you're on Instagram, Hayes Boys is an amazing like satire, account, satire sarcasm account. So, here's the funny part. They love to poke fun at what I call the local focus. And here's what I mean. Mm-hmm. The, for the folks of it who kind of bitch, man, the locals can't get the stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. No, 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 this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy from there anymore. As they sit as you know these companies sit on you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash going it's not an airport don't need to let us know you're leaving (laughs) right so you know but it is it's it's a question of what 450 did though and i will give them credit for something is that they started doing the local release and what that was is that in addition to their big online releases they started it was usually either monday or tuesday of anything that was in the last release you could come in and pick it up out of their cooler but you couldn't pre-order it. You couldn't do it. You had to just show up so that it was, it was a way to help them support truly the local people who built them to where they were. So, Mm -hmm. all right, we're moving on. Um, what we got Kelly. All right. So this is my least favorite of the sour ones that we have. Oh, but, but I like the name. It's fuck it. We'll do it. Lime. It is a key lime. Instantly love it now. Right. Okay. Well, the can has a guy in front and he looks like Bill O'Reilly. Um, <laughs> it's a luchador, man. Well, it's F it. We'll do it live. He kind of looks like Bill O'Reilly a little bit. Maybe. Because that's where the segment comes from of F yeah. it. We'll do it live. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said F it because we've been dropping F bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all ready. right. Ready so what, what, are you, what are you tasting when you taste this, Kelly? Um, I definitely get the hint of the lime, which is fine. But then the saline really comes through. And I like Goza's. But I just don't like the... The lime and the goza together, I think. I don't know. So, like, when I drink tequila, I understand that everybody drinks lime with the tequila. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Okay, well, I do one. <laughs> so, I'm just saying that when I do shots of tequila, I'm not the lime chick. Shots. I am, no training wheels. <laughs> I do lemon. Lemon and salt. And so, I just, I'm not a big fan of uh, lime and salt, I guess. That's just me. Well, isn't that what, a, like, a goza represents? Uh, like a margarita? Um, supposed to be a little bit salty at the end, a little bit of, um, you know, tartness. I, um, yeah. A lot of Gozas does different different fruits and things like that. This is this is straight like a margarita. 
um, like a lime. Um, it does have a little bit of the pie finish after yeah. you swallow it, you know? It does. Yep. I don't think you taste it on the front end of it, but after. No, on the back of it, you definitely On the back do. of it, you do. And that part, I think, is okay. But again, I don't think it's terrible. It's just not my favorite. And I like Goza's, and it's not my favorite Goza. So that's just where I'm at. All right, Kelsey, what do you think? I think no one should try to lay a hand on key lime because two times has already knocked you out of the park. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was pretty his, spot on. With uh, key lime pie mellow scoop. Mm. Yeah, that shit was fire. Oh, You're my right. gosh. Bree? Um, I like lime. I like salt. Yeah. I like graham cracker. This is just not working for me. No, I told you, girl. I'm, I'm with you on that. John, what do you think? Nope. Okay. Brandon, what do you think? I hate Gosa. <laughs> like no, no, no. So let me let me qualify that statement. There are very few there are very few beers beer styles that I will be like no, just absolutely not. Like, uh, uh, sorry, that I just I don't enjoy it. Gosa is one of them. It is. Uh, look, if I wanted salt water in my beer, uh, I'd swish with a saline solution before I chugged down a Miller Lite. Okay. Um, I will say this. The lime on this is really good. I really, really like the lime. There is so I much. I really like the graham cracker. Yeah, and I was about to say, the actual, the, the cracker furnish is actually really nice. I really don't need to feel like I'm getting ready to go through oral surgery. And that's, I just feel like I'm rinsing my mouth with salt water. Um, but, you know, again, I will say that is that if you're looking for a traditional ghost, this isn't a gosa. This isn't it. That's the other thing. But if you like lime, it's really good if you like lime and you like a little salt. So maybe my suggestion would be take this, throw in th three shots of tequila, throw it on ice, call it a day. Well, you said it's not a gosa, but a gosa is supposed to be like salt. Well, no, no, no. Like as in it's way too fruit forward for like gotcha. if you're talking a traditional gosa. Like. Yeah. So <clears throat> for me, drinking this, it's um, if you just called it like a key lime gosa, I've been... Yes, that's what it is. I don't taste the graham cracker in this at all. I taste more, and the reason why, because I just think the salt is a little bit overpowering, that it's like just cutting it through. So I taste lime, then boom comes the salt, and that's it for me. Boom, um, chug the rest of that, yeah. and then go. Yeah, I mean, I have to find it, so if I'm fine, if I'm And, and, and you'll also find where if you have any cuts in your mouth while we're at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you'll taste Effective, the graham, go. Yeah, but I mean, when people say key lime pie, I want it to be, I want it to be like prominent. You know, I want to be, I want to taste like real, like, like so crust. You, so you want like the Hoosier key lime that was no. so acidic that was beyond. Oh, like, no, no, no. Okay. But, you know that that's when I did the chug on. Right? Yep. I thought I was going to die. I have one of those left, but yep. I seriously. They're coming back out with it. I've heard. Oh, well they need to tamp that dish. Yeah. Down. I'm going to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. So, so brief history that comment. killed me. Brief, Somebody's making a phone call. Oh, yeah. yeah. Br no, brief, I'll talk to him about it when I'm at work. Brief, brief history <laughs> comment here is that, so that was one of the more polarizing beers if you go on to like a lot of the things from Hoosier is that key lime that was some no shit lime beer like uh, I know that even even uh, Brian both the Brian's were like yeah that one ended up a little more tart than we intended by a little more tart the question is how much do you like canker sores do you like your cheeks not being imploded do you still want to have a, na a nasal cavity at the end of this no, because I if the answer is yes I did a chug dare on MCBC. It was my first chug dare, and I almost cleared it, but I literally was, like, sick for three days. It, like, killed all the bacteria in my stomach. My stomach hurt like wow. hell. I had to lay the fuck down. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. 
It was bad. Now, I'm not saying I don't like this. I do like it. Um, would it have a serving of it? No. But if it was in front of me and somebody gave it to me, yes, I'll take it. But um, I don't know why they called it the key lime pie because I don't know. Nope, I wouldn't drink a, I wouldn't drink a full serving of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If somebody gave it to me in a flight glass, I might drink it. But that's. Yeah, I don't think it's that great. It reminds me of like a, a weak ass platform, platform brewing from Ohio's gozes when they tried gozes and it was kind of like bleh. all right kelsey would you have a anything of that nope brie nope john i already said no nope once. brandon no yep we're we don't like wow. it wow oh wait hold on this might be a historical it moment. is i think this is the first beer that we actually unifiedly oh. rejected where's the holy shit button holy <laughs> shit 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 but that's all right. We don't have to like the beers. I mean, I mean, I like it, but not for a serving. Kinda. Not for a serving. Right. Yes. Well, we have another serving. one in our glass now. Yeah. It? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. So this is called uh, um, Came Through Dripping. It's a berries and cream milkshake IPA. So <laughs> Came Through Dripping is Streetside's berries and cream milkshake IPA. Absolutely loaded with lactose, strawberry. And this whipped cream dessert delight is sweet, fruity, and delicious and uh, with berries and cream. So the berries and cream, um, I'm a little brewer who loves uh, barrelies and cream. Listen, whoever's writing these up, just chill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like trying way too hard. So basically, okay, um, we're looking at... On the label, there's a pink Dumbo with glasses, with MC Hammer glasses, by the way. That's what it looks like. And then on the back, look, it's Cinderella's. And on the back, there's mouse. Cinderella's mouse. And he, and, and he has a baseball bat, and he's pointing like, look, yeah, okay. 6.5 alcohol percent by volume. Kelly, when you're drinking this, what are you getting? I hate IPAs. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I hate Gosa. I hate IPA. Yeah. I am. I this is um, tolerable for me. She's at best. trying. I am trying um, mm. this one. If it's in a flight, I would drink it, uh, but I would not like it. Hopefully, <laughs> as much as I like the other drinks on that flight. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey. I don't like it. All right. It, uh, also, I think everybody knows how I feel about milkshake styles. Yep. Bree. There are a couple things in life that don't go together. Mm -hmm. Very trifle and hops are one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. John. That's the same thing, I think. I mean, it's got a wonderful citrusy nose, but with the berry flavors in it, it's it's a marriage that shouldn't happen. Gotcha. Yep. There's a weird aftertaste because of it. Right? Yeah. Brandon. Weird aftertaste mentioned. Everybody, say hello to our friend Lactose. Yes. The first thing they say on this label is loads of lactose. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck. Yeah. Okay, is that so that is that is, yep. that is what you are tasting. Sweet mother of God lactose. Like why? why? That no, that this is really one of those I get you're going for a milkshake for I again, I try not to be critical of people, but for fuck's sake, like this uh, no. If you're going for a milkshake beer, why aren't there caramel and chocolate notes? Well, the, different thing from that. Different. The whole style of milkshake, like, uh, uh, yeah, ah. Uh, again, I hate, I hate going into onto someone or something like that. But 
Sweet mother of God, the only thing I can taste on this is it tastes like la like lactose and if you mixed it with cream savers, those little freaking cream saver candy and mixed it with lactose. Oh, ew. And then you tried to add hops to it. I'm just, and maybe it's because I will say this also, maybe because we're able to taste the lactose much stronger because this yeah. is pretty much room temp right now. John but jumped a little. This, <laughs> this is flat out what happens when you overly lactose it. The and, the, and the only thing I have to say is may God have mercy on all of our toilets tonight. <laughs> okay, so this is my take on, um, this is my take on this beer. Which we're being brutal, and I'm sorry, guys, at Streetside, if you actually are listening. It's not. It's not that we're not gonna. It's just. Whew. No, I'm at a point right now where I'm gonna. I'm. Oh, I will safely say that I am so sick and tired of all these breweries bringing milkshake IPAs. Brewing. Yes. These motherfucking yes. brewery making a fucking milkshake IPAs. Listen. Lactose mixed with hops has a weird fucking taste at the end. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Stop yeah. doing it. Yeah, stop hey. fucking brewing these beers. They suck balls. <laughs> at, which point, as, at which point, Googman sits and rocks back and forth in the corner, sadly, and goes, but you still love us, right? Mm -hmm. Well, even, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same fucking, it's the same taste at the very end. Like, at the very beginning, you get the, like, the berries and shit like that. Then in the very middle, it's like, okay, I, I taste some little sweetness there. And then when you're finishing it and that, that last That's follow, when the dog shits on your tongue. Yeah, that's when it's like, it's fuck, it's that same it's bullshit. It's the IPA cat piss. That's mm. what it is, man. That's Simcoe? what it fucking tastes like to me. Mm. I think that a lot of breweries should remember uh, the beers they were brewing that got them the fans to begin with. Yeah. And these were not what Googman was originally brewing. No, I think, I think, I think, well, to be fair, Googman like brews. So they Goog shouldn't, they shouldn't like steer away from that. They should remember like what got them. Uh, well, so we, br we, we, we brought up Googman and I, and I will wade into the water here. I don't have a problem. And here's the thing. I actually, I, I enjoy, I will be one of the one-offs. I enjoy milkshake IPAs if they're done well. Goog does a really, really good job with that style. I'm not even, they're one of the few breweries, a very few, who know how to use lactose appropriately, in my opinion. This is an example of what happens. And it may be, like I said, because the can is warm or something, but you should never taste the lactose. Yeah, when you're putting too much lactose in it, it's that, weird. That, this screams like from sip one where the lactose is at. And the, and the only reason I'm bringing Googman back up is because I jokingly said, you know, Kevin, motherfucking breweries, like Googman uses lactose in a lot of the products, but the difference is they know completely how to integrate it. It, it adds something without being a focal point. You never want... You never want lactose to be a a named thing. It should be one of those. We put lactose. We, you know, we we should be able to put. I used lactose on the can as an allergen warning, not as a. The first things on this beer literally are, you know, milk, milkshake IPA absolutely loaded with lactose and strawberry. It actually comments that I'm like, what? Don't you love your beer? <laughs> I mean, it should and be, lactose should be like the, uh, it, it should be a used, hint of lactose, not like, I don't think lactose should be the headliner because it, it sucks. Yeah. The temperature has nothing to do with it. Oh, That's how okay. it tasted coming out of the tap. Oh. You know, I, I bought it thinking that, you know, well, I need to diversify what yeah. I'm always bringing to beer shares because they're Surprise. mostly always sours for me, right? And Surprise. so I was like, all right, well, I'll grab a couple of IPAs and I got a couple stouts and shit like that. 
but that's what it tasted like coming out of the tap. Okay, well, and then, um, so for the listeners that don't know, Gook, so Gookman House is a brewery in Indianapolis, South Indiana. Southside Indianapolis. Yeah, on the south side. So they recently moved from their house, and now they're like in um, into the next building, which and is their a, production operation, is a which is beautiful gorgeous place, a gorgeous place. With that said, uh, Kelsey and I went in there, and you can tell that they are still adjusting to the uh, bigger systems now because I had their... Um, With new hands on deck as well. That can be... That can yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what was the... Uh, what's the beer that I like? Uh, off the Oh, Riverside, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I love the Riverside. Um, went in to get a Riverside, and it was not as, you know, citrusy and tropical. So, but... I don't care because I know that they're adjusting. So, and but you're right, Brandon. Uh, Goodwin does a good job with their milkshakes, but it, yep. it, and I think it's because they can they control their lactose a little bit. But man, God, I still it still ha- there's still like this little hint at the very man. end that I don't like. It's like now now I gotta do something really shitty. I need. To, I'm sure someone else has already done it. I've got to make a lactose pilsner. Oh my God. Don't do that to I me, Brandon. I will murder you. <laughs> what do you call it? The creamy crispy boy. It's coming. It's, it's coming. the creamy crispy boy. <laughs> it's coming. It's we call coming. it. We call that it. Should be we, together. We right call now. it the C and C. Oh man, it's 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 gonna come. I'm pretty sure. Take yeah. Out, take out crispy and call it the creamy boy. Oh no. <laughs> I like this beer. Okay, yeah. So we're moving on now. Yeah, we're, moving, we're moving on up. All right. So we're going to try, um, this is called Return of the Mac. So this is a coffee blonde with caramel cream, coffee, and vanilla. Uh, Brandon, go ahead and uh, read off that description. Okay. Return of the Mac borrows the delicate flavors of our managing brewer's wife's favorite cup of caramel cream coffee. Honey malt provides a slight, sweet, slight sweetness, while fresh vanilla and creamy coconut balance out the notes of mild roasted coffee. It's a sulky smooth brew you'll enjoy any time of the day. That's what I was interested in. Kelly, what do you think about this? This is one of my favorites. I really like this one. All right. Kelsey. I love this. I drank it at a tap room. I like coffee, and I really, really, really love coffee blondes. Yeah, this, um, one's solid. this is one of the best ones I've had. Brie, it smells like bad gas station coffee, and then like somebody thought about putting some sugar-free caramel syrup in the end of it. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> God damn! Brutal. Fatality. I'm on board. I'm sorry. It's okay. John, what do you think? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> no, no ac- actually, actually not. Actually, uh, it wouldn't be my favorite, but I wouldn't turn it down. Okay. You wouldn't kick it out of bed. I wouldn't kick it out right, of bed. All right, all right. Brandon. I have two words, green pepper, and I'll explain. Mm. That's what I was checking the candidate for, and this is nothing of fault of anything. So... The problem you get with any coffee beer is that if you are not exquisitely careful when you are making it, it will start to pick up a green pepper note to it. And that is what I'm getting on the nose of it and Same. on the palate. Same. It is. Really? Yes. It, and it's it's just, it's something that, and the worst part is, it's like one of those things that I say, once you, once you taste it and you see it, it's hard to unlearn it. And I'm sorry because it may start ruining things for people, but it's kind of like once you know that Mountain Dew is really carbonated orange juice, you start tasting Mountain Dew and realize this does taste like orange juice. Shit. Um, yeah, you just shit on the beer. Now I taste so, nothing but green pepper. So, <laughs> Fuck you, man. I really liked this one. So, Brandon, what was the um, what makes it 
turning into that like it, it, it has flavor? to do with it has to do with the aging process and some of the compounds that are in coffee specifically um it's really really prone in like white stouts like white stouts and blonde stouts anytime you use coffee you can get it in a, you, you can get a, co- a darker coffee stout that gets it but i've just noticed that because there's not as much roast from the malt bill there's which is a challenge there's nothing to hide behind so um I really like this in the sense that I can detect I can detect the caramel where it was on this. I can still get a lot of the nice sweetness, but it's not there heavy yet. But the green pepper is coming, kids. Hey, two things. I love green pepper, and I drink my coffee black. I'm a psycho. I mm-hmm. still like this beer. <laughs> All right. I like it too, but yeah. I can tell what he's talking yeah. about now. Now she's never going to drink it again. <laughs> oh, no, every I'll time she has a coffee blonde, she's going to think about green peppers. No, because actually, I I. I liked this one an awful lot, and Brewlink does a coffee blonde that is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only other coffee beer that I have had that's in that blonde that is just the, it's just killer. And I, and I'll be and I'll be upset. Why? Oh, Wolf's Ridge, yes, it's won medals for it. That is the if you have not had the Wolf's Ridge, I haven't. Clear they were Scott, closed when we went to my that. There is a reason that closed. beer has won so much hardware. Um, it is, it's a wonderful coffee blonde to be very blunt. The reason also, and it may just be my own psychological kind of thing around it. I've had a batch of a white stout that I've had to dump from the Creek, like where it did the green bean thing. So I aren't the green bean, green God, bean. green bean, green bean beer, <laughs> green, uh, green oh, pepper yeah. where it did the green pepper thing. And I was like, and it may just be one of those. I'm always so aware of it now. Cause I'm like, uh Oh, Oh no. But no, the, the thing is, I think this is a, um, I love the other notes of the beer. It's just that I'm, and it may be just me. I'm just really sensitive to her. I'm like, mm, green pepper. Well, let me ask you this. Is there a difference in the bean that you would use? Like an Arabica versus a Robusto versus. I, I don't have enough knowledge on that. Um, funny enough, the guy who did clear sky daybreak at Wolf's Ridge did a huge, huge conversation I want to. I want to say he did it at GABF a couple of years about about methods and ways to infuse coffee flavors into beer. Um, there's several ways to do it. The number one enemy, and it's the number one enemy of any kind of beer product, is oxygen. At the end of the day, and so depending on how you're getting those, how you're getting that coffee note in there, if you are not really careful, you end up oxidizing and you end up creating some really not so great flavors. Um, I don't know if there's a bean difference. What I have heard is there's a temperature difference, contact time difference. Like if you, if it's overly exposed, if I remember if I, and again, don't quote me on this, but if I remember from my reading, it's that if it's way too much time on the coffee beans, it really just brings that green pepper note out. But if you, if you, if you Google coffee beer, green pepper flavor, you I mean, pages upon pages of pain pages of conversations about it. Homebrewers run into it a whole lot and it's sad because it can really ruin a good beer. So anyhow, but no, like I said, I can taste all the notes in it and it's just, I'm like, I know where you're going with this. And that's why I was kind of checking the candidate going, maybe it's just because it's, you know, maybe it's a candidate thing that it is. But I was like, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so for, uh, um, to really enjoy this beer, you would really like, cold coffee or just coffee black yes. to enjoy this for me like certain sociopaths and, at the table yeah. for me i don't i don't huh. i don't <laughs> find this beer to be anything special for me um it i'm gonna be harsh 
It tastes like somebody like took Coors Light and took like cold coffee and just poured it in there. And the sound you just heard is <laughs> you just heard Kelly's heart breaking. <laughs> yeah. no, I know. Okay. No, I mean it just <laughs> really? doesn't. There's really there's nothing. Spe- it doesn't. It it's not. It doesn't blend it doesn't well for tickle, me. It doesn't tickle your tummy. I didn't make the beer. I just yeah. brought it to share with you. Uh, assholes. No. Yeah. So you know, if you don't fucking like it, fine. <laughs> fine. Fuck you, you and know? your fucking palate. No, I'm right. glad you brought that the beer. Right. This is the whole thing. We experienced you know these just beers. How much fucking shit cost? Yeah. You know how many axes I had to throw. Yeah, this particular one is just not good uh, for um, for my palate. This is the whole thing about this podcast. We have very many uh, uh, folks that have different palates, and that's what's great about it. So if you f- follow me and interested in what oh, I, man. I don't, I don't like the spirit. I've got- Kelly likes it, and, and Kelsey, they they love it, which is <sighs> awesome. We need we need to create a new character called Domestic Bro. <laughs> who has the standard palate of a domestic drinker. Yeah. And what we need to go find someone who that's all they do is drink Coors. Oh, the craft yeah. beer virgins. Yeah. Well, or not. Go even over for- to Kroger and watch the guy dragging two packs of Natty Light out of Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sir, would you like to try some craft beer for free and be on a podcast along with a bunch of insulting assholes? I just think um, I, I just opened some- up a dating app again because that seems to be a problem. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> I just imagined a trucker, like, he had leftover coffee, and then he had some, oh, like, Bud Light, Bree, and he just, like, a- fucking mixed <laughs> it up and just drank it. <laughs> the convenience store is a speedway. That's what this beer needs yeah. to be called. Return of the Mack truck. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's Nasty. like, uh, All right, yeah. So, um, next beer. Kelly, you like it. Uh, Kelsey, she said yes. Kelsey is still chugging the next. Bree said no. John, no. Uh, Brady, is it no or yes? I don't. I wasn't sure. Pass. Okay, I'm gonna pass on that. So yeah, we'll pass on that. But man, listen, I love Street Side doing what they're doing. We have one. Do how many? We have two more. All right, they are both stouts, and so we could do. Let's just do one here, and we can do a stout night, and I can bring them. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Do we have one more thing? One more thing. Oh, let's just fuck with everybody. Let's hardcore yeah. fuck let's with everybody. Let's just do one more thing. So this episode is going to be a little bit longer than normal, only because we haven't had an episode in like three weeks, so we're giving you a little bit extra. So this is our extra bottle here. So this is like bonus. And no, you don't have to pay to like listen to this extra bonus footage like some podcast do, Actually, if weird. you could, that would be great because then we could buy another microphone. Yeah. So you can go on acre.fm slash OHAP. And then you can like, there's a support button on there and you can put in what money you want to donate to us. And that way we can buy some uh, more equipment, which is awesome. Um, I got to I got to talk about, let's talk about like at the end of this episode, because I, I have no other topics to talk about, but let's just talk about um, the, how about we do this? We'll do this. Holy the holy, shit. Let's do the holy shit of the day. And for uh, for me, and I want to talk about for me, last night, has anyone went out to uh, Big Woods in Bloomington, Indiana? Used to be called Quafon. Yeah, yeah. Big Woods. Anybody? Have you guys, Brandon, have you been out there? I have been there, but I haven't been there in a while. Okay. Brie, same? Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, so I went out there last night uh, with a buddy of mine and Kelsey. We went out there. Well, you're Kelsey. Okay. <laughs> Slow pour this. It's so got sediment. It's I got the worst customer service there and I got the worst food ever. And this is not the first time. Every time I go to this place, the, the food sucks and the customer service sucks. And I just want to say that on this microphone, on this podcast, if anybody has 
the same experience, please e- email me. Let me know because I, is it just me? Because every time I go there, I just get the crappiest service. Since it, I have not been there since it changed its name to Big Woods. Mm. And the last time that I went, when it was Quafon, it was as the transition was happening to, and they were changing their menu. They were changing the beers that they had on tap and stuff like that. They were doing less guest beers and more of just theirs. And um, I was not impressed. They took like some of the best things off of their menu. Like one of the best things on their menu was this grilled cheese with like bacon and like this tomato bisque. That oh, shit was fire. Yeah. Fire. Mm. Seriously. I would have fought somebody in the fucking kitchen for some of that tomato bisque, mm. you know? Um, and they took it off the menu. And what they brought out instead was some of their wings and it was shit. And I was like, uh oh. And I haven't gone back just because I just haven't. Um, yeah, but I, 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 you guys aren't the only ones that I've heard since well, that transition that it sucks. I ordered a cheeseburger and she asked me what I wanted. I said uh, how I want it cooked. I said medium, and then when she brought it out, it was raw. I it mean, at him. it was. It looked like they they just like flipped it once, flipped it twice. We got there a little bit like later in the in the evening, and they was about to close probably within the hour. And then I asked if uh, I ordered a chicken sandwich. They said they're out of chicken. Then I ordered a fish. They said they're out of fish. And I'm kind of like. Mm. Nah, I think you're lying. You just don't want to cook it right now because you're closing your kitchen. I get it. I've been there, done that, and I'm in the industry as well. So, all right, what do you have? We have hamburgers. All right, cool. Get a hamburger, ask me, medium, come out, and it's raw. So then I complain, and then she tries to tell me that, well, I can take it home and microwave it if I want. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Whoa, take it home and microwave wait, it. What? Yeah, yeah. She, she told me that... Um, that I and this is the manager. So the manager came out and says, "We apologize for you know what would you like to do?" I was like, "Well, I don't want to order another uh, burger because you guys are about to close. If you can just take this off my uh, bill because I, I haven't only took one bite out of it." And then she goes, "Well, we can do that, or you could take it home and then microwave it." Um, and I'm like, "What the fuck? We even microwave I it?" I about lost my fucking shit, y'all. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, it's you don't weird. tell somebody to take their undercooked food home to microwave it ever. No. That's how you can get sick. Extremely yeah. sick. Also, well, I that's find just it disrespectful. That they asked how he wanted his burger, but not how I wanted my steak. Yeah, so I think they just was in a hurry because they was about to close. Because and then we sat there and um, we had one beer and the, we didn't see the server for a long time. And then the server came up and asked us if we want any other um, or how we're doing. We're just like, well, we want another beer, and they're like, well, we're about to close. We already called last call, and we're like, Woof, damn, we haven't seen you in like in half an hour. We had so no idea. Yeah. So we had to eat our food without fresh beverages. Yeah. In which then they felt bad and brought me a beer, but not our friend, his mixed drink. And I said, well, what's the difference? And you bringing me that beer compared to this mixed drink. Well, all I have to do is just pull the tab to get that beer. We actually have to make the drink. Okay. It was a bourbon drink. It was not going to be that complicated. Well, then they started like, um, um, pulling up their tables all around us too. Oh yeah. And we're like, up chairs with damn, like we need to get up. out of here. <laughs> and then once we got so. out, so once we got outside, then they started sitting down and they, we saw them in the window and they was all just drinking gilly gag. And I was like, Oh yeah. They want us to get out. Cause this closed. was eight minutes after yeah. their closing time. Yeah. I just want to say like, how, how long have we all in the service industry? Right. I stayed an hour after and still had people yeah. finishing their drink, finishing their meal, we're not throwing up chairs and sweeping their feet. Like, that's just rude. But anyway, the point I'm getting is, um, as the, mainly is the food, man. And w- which is, the last time I was there, I ordered a risol- uh, ris- uh, risotto. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, shit. Here we go. Yes. Um, risotto. Because you're and, not a Gordon Ramsay kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
It was straight up. They put mayonnaise in it. It was straight. It was heavily. I'm very confused. Yeah, me too. It tasted like you were eating a half a jar of Hellman's. Yeah, it was. It was. Bring home the Hellman's. Hey, I'm not lying either. It was. It was mayonnaise all in it. And I was like, somebody. Mayonnaise and not some other mayonnaise sauce. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm not going to be going. I'm not going to be going there again because, yeah, that. Because you don't want spit on your burger after they hear this episode. Probably, but that's all right, because they don't have good beer anyway. They don't have good beers. I don't. I never liked Big Woods beers. They don't have, like, they have, like, meh beers. Some of their beers can be okay, but it's not, like, it's not crap. Now, Hard Truths is a fucking awesome place out there, right? It, it's, it's, the same, it's the same company, right? Yeah. Under the same umbrella, right? So, yeah, Hard Truths is an amazing place out there, and the liquor's great. I, I like it, but... Um, all right, now we're going to talk about the beer. So what we got? What's next, Brandon? Um, I am going to mispronounce the shit out of this one because I can barely read the label. Uh, Rose de uh, Odilis. It is a lambic ale blended with young sour ale aged in oak barrels with cherries and grapes. Unfilterized, unpasteurized, bottle conditioned. Kids, we are going from one end of the spectrum on sours to the complete and utter opposite end. And yeah. I love it. I love lambics, man. Because you get that wild, wildness in that bad boy. Brendan, explain uh, to the audience, what is a lambic? Let's do some wild shit here, basically. I mean, it's wild. It's, you're going to do a wild, a wild fermented. Uh, I got to remember here. If I remember right, it mandates a fruit component to it. But basically, it's a base beer with wild ale. Um, you know, typically oak aged. Just it's... Uh, it, this is old school sour. This is sour before kettle sour. This is sour when you had to have it in its own unique manufacturing space. This is sour of, oh, sweet mother of God, no, every single rubber gasket in my entire brew house has to be replaced sour. It's good. Would you have a um, pour of that? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Could Kelsey. Sip it slow. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey, you like it? I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think Kelly and I talk about this a lot. We We miss the kettle sours we miss the the yeast with the funk you know like the farmhouse yeah. styles sour with the bread yeah yeast. you don't really find yeah. them. and that's what you're finding in this is you're getting yeah. that funk that's yep. for sure and you can find them but they're just few and far between you know what i mean i just i would really like to see more of these and less of the milkshakey juicy yeah, the, the heavy thick sours yeah the heavily fruited sours are just killing this is me. great this is a great share brie what do you think this is why Kelly and Kelsey and I are friends. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's good shit. I, this, I like the funk. Yeah. It's it's hard to find a good funky beer without it tasting like nail polish. And while this does have just the tiniest little bit of that nail polish note, just because it's a funky beer, mm-hmm. it doesn't completely overtake everything. John. Brandon, is this one of these beers that Erica Corey told me to not drink more than one of because I'd get a herpes on my lip. Yeah. Okay, I'd drink one. Mm. Yep, okay. <laughs> there you go. Good, good, good commentary yeah. on that one. Brandon. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there's a reason I opened this at the end of the, at the end because this is... You, you could not... You could seriously not get a more different beer than everything else that we were drinking. You know, you get everything in this. You get funk. You get wine notes. You get, you know, some presence of yeast. You, you, it's just it's this is this is a beer snobs beer um and this is not even like 
this is really, really good. And this was given to me as a gift by a friend and I'm very thankful for it and being able to share it with all our friends here. Um, and this is a, I have several other beers of this variety in my cellar. And the nice part is they sell her extremely well. Um, they're an awesome beer for a share. They're definitely an acquired taste and you got to find the right crowd because if they your crowd is a bunch of Kool-Aid sipping fruit juice suckers, um, they're one, their, their little tummy might hurt after this because kids, the acid level on this thing is through the roof. And then two, it is complex. I mean, just the oak aging process that involves just what it takes to make one of these beers is just, it hurts the head. Um, so I, I, I love me some good farmhouse. I love great funk and this, this Lambic, you know, the fact that it's been oak aged and aged and white just could not be happier with it. This is how I end an evening. So in other words, this brewer brought his A game to the party. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like the true sour, like really quench your jaws for sure. Taste the wood on that. Um, as well. I love Lamix because of the wildness and the funkiness there. Um, this is one of my favorite styles. I can't drink a lot of it because just because you don't eat your stomach yeah, lining. It's very acidic. Get a herpes on your lip. Yeah. <laughs> You're really fixated on this. Are you okay? Do we need to talk later on when this all gets shut down? Are you all right, honey? Mm-hmm. This may right. be a- able to kill herpes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cure the herpiderp. Herpiderp. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, very as- yeah. acidic. But um, it's very enjoyable. It's a sipper for sure. I would definitely have a serving of this. Kelly? Yes? Hell yeah. Kelsey? Yeah. Bree? John? Thumbs up. Brandon? Give me in a wine glass and just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'll take the rest of the bottle then. Got it. Yep. All right. So I think that is it uh, for out here having a pint. So we went through a lot of street side. And then at the end of the day, we finished off with the Lambic, which is good. Um, guys, thanks for coming out to my house again to do a podcast, which is super duper long. I think it's we're probably about an hour and 40 minutes in. So, yeah. Yeah. So what do we do after... At the end of every episode, guys. We cry because we're out of beer this time. No, we're not out of beer. I got We got more beers to go through, but that's our after party. Anyway, so we raise our glasses and we say, cheers, cheers you little craft beer nerds. Woo-hoo!